It is Jim Cren, No Restrictions. The podcast continues. I've started this podcast in 2012. I've had several co-hosts along the way. I have about 250-some episodes. I'm honored that you listen. I'm honored that you go back into the archives, all types of different subjects we talk about. It is a mind candy show. We're not about upsetting any. We're not going to be politics or any that kind of stuff and, and just just kick back, get your favorite beverage and belly up to the bar with us. And I say us because I have my new my new co-host. And I had several co-hosts along the way. And they're all wonderful, talented. I'm honored to have them all. And my newest addition to the show, to Jim Cren, No Restrictions, is my buddy, John Vento. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, brother. I'm the guy that's honored today. That's for sure. Singer, songwriter, John Vento. Now, it's funny. I've known John for years. And uh, as I was, you know, wanting to reinvent the the podcast. And and, oh, by the way, uh, there's this incredible, uh, it's like a search engine called uh, Feedspot. And they do uh, Mm -hmm. all the websites and it's based on traffic and reviews or whatever and and, and popularity or whatever. And they have a a list of, of the top. 20 something like for instance the top 20 wine magazines mm-hmm. the top 20 um garden magazines whatever and they have the top 20 stand-up comedy podcasts and for the 18th month in a row jim cren no restrictions is is now number number 10 in the top 10 congratulations so, thanks bud and, and that's why i'm so excited to keep it rolling yeah with you great. well i'm excited to be here and in the audience that the people that have uh diehards that have been following uh, me forever and in John, you have been a singer-songwriter. Let's tell people a little bit about you. I, I met you years ago. You're, you're a singer in summer of Needs Hotel Band. Yeah, and we met through Jimmy Need. Our buddy Jimmy Need. That's, we probably met about 12, 15 years ago through Jimmy, a true prince amongst men. Right? If, One of if, our wonderful, wonderful guys. Yeah, if you listen, you know I'm from the Strip District. Yeah. And, and so I'm a Lawrenceville boy, too. And Jimmy Need is the closest uh I grew up Catholic. Jimmy Need is close to a saint I've ever known. That's a great way to put it. (laughs) I call him a prince amongst men, but he's a saint. Jim Patulski is our uh, uh, sound engineer. Yeah, audio engineer. Audio engineer. uh, And he can back me up. Right? He is a saint, man. He is just a beautiful man. Right? Yes, he is. And so... Have you ever heard him say a bad word about anybody in all the years? You've known him since you were... Right? Because they had the softball team. Did they have the Kren softball team? Yes, forever I've known Jim. In... He's good in a quiet way. In other yeah. words, you don't have to have cameras on him. You have to look at him. Nope. He's just helping people quietly. And the bar needs hotel is a Pittsburgh. The tavern. It was. It's a legendary establishment. Crushed when it's not no no not happening right now. But no. But seventy six years it did happen. Seventy six years and uh, his dad actually. Yeah, Paul Need was an incredible guy too. Whew. He was a war. He's hero. in heaven. He's oh, with the Lord. Yes, he is. He sure is. He absolutely is. And, yeah. and he was a, like I say, he was a war hero, man. And now they're getting real quiet about it. And I found out it, all Normandy. These, yeah. Wounded I mean, in Normandy. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. What did I do? Never <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as we said, it was just a mind candy show. And, and as we go along and through episodes, you'll learn more and more about John. And John is a little younger than me. I just turned 64. So a uh, little younger, but we're in that same era of age. And I was yeah. talking to Jim uh, before you got here. We're trying to, I don't know, I guess we're trying to uh, stave off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
the inevitable. Getting the inevitable, right, Jim? <laughs> we're trying to lose weight and yeah. stay healthy. So Jim and I were talking about different healthy things. Like, yeah. he's really astute on you know certain diet things, and I yeah. listened to him like olive oil things like that. We've and it works. And it works. Uh, this is simple, but apple cider uh, helps helps my digestion a little bit. But stuff like that, a little shot of apple yep. cider. Anyway, we're talking about. But anyway, this past uh, week, my girlfriend. Uh, turn me on to this uh, relaxing thing called uh, float spa. Have you ever heard of float spa? I've heard of it, but I have no idea what it is. I didn't either until this week, but it's, yeah. they have one in Wexford. Highly recommend trying it. Uh, if you're looking for something stress-free, if you don't have claustrophobia, if you have claustrophobia, you might have a little problem, okay. but you also could ha- have it open. It's a pod. It's a place you walk in and they have all these pods in private rooms. So it's very relaxing. It's very private, obviously. You walk in and do like a 10 minute video to show you what's going to happen and what it is is you'll go in you'll have this heated water thing and you, you'll and you'll take all your clothes off it's your private <laughs> and uh because i was like i'm gonna be no clothes in there you kidding me <laughs> like yeah nobody's gonna see you jim oh good all right so so i i, I you go in this little pod and, and it's the the water's like equal to your body temperature for an hour and it's it's totally dark you just sit in the water. You lay in it. It's you lay 10, in. 12 inches, and you don't. Okay. You float like the Dead Sea. Right. So you are literally floating. It's You are just like, it starts to feel like you're floating in air. To all of your joints, there's no pressure on anything. So they're little mini swimming pools? Is yeah, that? a little okay. baby pool. Close yeah. it up, boom. You're in your room, in the room. Okay. And they let you know when it starts with music, then it slows down, no music. Music comes back on. It's time that you fight. You have five minutes to kind of take a shower, a little okay. shower in there. Right. They have a little oxygen bar afterwards, and so you, it's really a really, whole process. Yeah. It's like sixty-five bucks or something. Yeah. But but the interesting thing was, I was in, I was, I was like hurting, like because your muscles are like pulling and stuff like that. Yeah. But after you're done, man, I was like ready to ready to go. It sounds like you should endorse, you know, be a, a paid spokesperson for I, this. John, I'm telling you. You'd be the guy, man. It's better than mall walking. Yeah. Mall walking. <laughs> I got to get in shape here. I'm good. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, we're looking for ways. I like how you always explore, you know, for an old guy, we're both old yeah. guys. You know. Trying new things. But we, Yeah, and you were saying that in your discussion with Jim. We want to get healthy. We want to get stronger if we can. And, and Right. Uh, you know, just just uh, get smarter about our diet and exercise and all that have stuff. Have you tried trampolining yet? No, Jim. I have not. <laughs> I'm like a circus. I'm like a circus what? guy. I'm going to join the circus. They have a trampoline place called Air Something out here. I tried that too. It's a workout. I'm serious. <laughs> trampolining. You jump up and down. All right. Somebody all right. figured out all the games we played as kids, and they said, you know what? Let's just tell people it's a workout. It's just basically jumping up and down. Next thing, we should start off spa or a workout place just sitting. We'll tell people you burn calories. Well, you should open a Yinzer spa. <laughs> Have a Yinzer hot dog, uh, right? Yinzer. Okay, you get two free Yinzer hot dogs. Yinzer spa. And, and then and then you come to the Yinzer spa with a... Yinzer spa. I can see you coming up with some Pittsburgh workout. Things. Workout would be... Workout would be... <laughs> we, sit, we sit there and watch the Stiller game. Uh-huh. And lift an iron, lift lift an iron or something. Uh-huh. That's like your bicep move. <laughs> lift an iron to your mouth, and th- there was no real hard exercise in the answer spot. I don't think, <laughs> right? <laughs> Getting out of your chair, right? Get, if you pull your if you pull your hamstring, I think out that's of your, chair. your next step after the Yinzer hot dogs. I, 
I once almost pulled my hamstring getting out of a chair. That's the only new way to get in shape. You start pulling your when you start pulling muscles, just living. It's time yeah. to stretch. Well, look, Jim. I you think also you being single for all these past <laughs> right. few years has helped you stay in shape and look great. <laughs> you know, because you're on the market. You gotta try. You gotta look you good, gotta man. Give it all. And we were both there. Yes. Right through the past ten years, we've it's, compared dating yes. stories and. <laughs> it's important. You gotta yeah. work hard. Try yeah. to lose. Keep it down. Yep. You know. They don't want to date girls. Don't want to date the guys who can't do a trampoline. No, they want trampoline men. They need guys who they do can float in water and exactly jump up and down. Uh, and absolutely, because I think good. I saw that on your Match.com profile. <laughs> I trampoline. <laughs> I trampoline. <laughs> I'm I, your kind of guy. I got to tell you, I, I yeah, I in my mind, I see myself. I remember as an athlete, you know, and boxed yeah. in the Golden Gloves and all that. But wow, I could. You're barely, still in great shape, though. John, I, mean, I could. I could barely trampoline. Well, I uh, not well. I just kind of. I, I, I kind of. I pulled a tendon in my right arm what? a few weeks ago, and now I was like. Oh. And then I got tape on my knee. I'm getting a new knee in January. That's you tell me that new knee, a man. New knee, yeah. Like they're putting you back together with new stuff. Well, I am, I but to, I'm a little nervous I, because of yeah? the surgery. Because, as you know, I had cancer surgery six years ago. Yes, and you tell the, people about that. You yeah. know, all those tubes down my throat. Um, damaged my vocal cords which kind of indirectly led to your rock and roll career <laughs> yeah because with my vocal cord surgeries and having gigs with the needs hotel band uh and you were i think you were hosting a charity event for us and i said jimmy can you please sing a song or two right and you're like uh, i don't know but okay let's give it a shot and it launched you into rock and roll superstardom I, really? you know, Twist and shout. That was exciting because uh, yeah. I remember because, uh, you know, after my divorce, I was depressed and I started singing. I finally had a little karaoke machine and that's how it started. Right. I go, you know what? And John asked me like, ah, all right, why not? Take a chance yeah, at did. 60. That was, that was about five years ago. Now. Yeah, six years old. So four years, yeah. now, a little over four little years over ago, four almost, years almost ago, five. Yeah. But you're right, almost five. And then... I did it about a year and a half, two years, and you said, now nah, you're ready for Beth Clausen. Beth Clausen. Like, oh. who's Beth Clausen? And he's, oh, the best singing teacher. And she is. She's the greatest yeah, singing she, teacher. We yeah. love her. And I, I love uh, singing is just relaxing to me. Yeah. So it's cool. And John's a you know incredible singer and songwriter. I wouldn't say that, but okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> Thank you, and Jim. You have a lot of fans. But uh, actually, uh, there's a big Christmas show John is uh, part of coming up. Uh, it'll be on sale soon yep. at the Oaks, yep. and that is on the 16th of uh, of December. Yep. So that's coming up. In Oakmont. In Oakmont. That's the a most, beautiful Oaks Theater. It is a beautiful theater, right? Which you'll be uh, headlining in January. Are you have a Jan headline show? January 20th, I'll be, I'll be is there. Is it just you, or do you just have... Just me, yeah. Just you, wow. Yeah. I'll have someone open. We'll figure, you know, you're going to do some singing, right? I mean, you're going to... I'll do a song or Bobby two. or Jim or one of your acoustic yeah, guys to yeah. accompany you. you? Maybe you come out if you're free. I... And hang out and do a song. I with would me. love to. That's it's a it's such a beautiful room, man. It is. They've done a wonderful job. We got great theaters. I work. I'm lucky enough to work on like the, there's the Lamp, the, yep. the Strand, the the, you know, the Oaks, obviously, and then Steamworks. I do my Steamworks shows. Yeah, you've every been you know few Steamworks Creative. You've been a blessing. I want to I want to tell your audience about Steamworks because it's an all volunteer listening room, um, and the concept is really community based. You know, so there's not, it's not a model for financial success. <laughs> But everybody loves the room. 50 seats, intimate, 
And uh, you have been so kind to us since we've launched uh, five years ago, and you've done all these shows, and you've, maybe I shouldn't say it, but you've donated all your revenue back to keep the venue alive. Uh, and uh, you, you've really been a blessing to our Thanks, to Ron. our Steamworks creative family. Really, it, it, it's a well. See, it's, it's, it helps me a lot too, because uh, I use it to. Uh, it's comfortable. The room's comfortable. It, it's hard to. It's explain. like your. Li- you said it's like your living room. It's like my living room. Yeah. So because of that comfort level, uh, and it only holds like fifty people or so, right? Something like that. Fifty. Fifty yeah, in that 50 ballpark. Seats. Fifty seats, and so I could do like an hour, like tweak material that i know works but then i can add new stories yep. and and see how they're going to work and stuff so it's kind of a playroom for me so i like yeah. it well so it helps me too it's a it goes both a ways blessing, man thank you thank you bro hey uh to start this off uh, with you as the uh new co-host you know john bento's and new co-host with jim crane no restrictions uh every co-host that i've had along the way we start out like a tradition and uh oh. the tradition it's, it's simple it's uh i like to ask what is your porn name? Now, your porn name <laughs> is your oh. is your first pet okay. you ever had. Now, it could be a goldfish. could be anything. Think okay. about this, okay? I know the first pet. It's got to okay. be your first pet, and then it's got to be the street you grew up on. And that is wow. your porn name okay. that we all like to share. All the listeners, myself, everyone knows mine, of course, was uh, Ralph Penn Avenue Rear. Okay. That's my... <laughs> You're like they laughed, Jeff. I know. <laughs> yes, I know. Wow. It's, I saw that's a specialty guy or something. Yeah, it's like that would be like a '70s porn okay. guy, Ralph Penavon. Well, your, mine is real simple, Tyrone Howard. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Our dog was named Tyrone, and I lived Howard on Howard Street. Street. Tyrone, Tyrone Howard. Howard. That sounds yeah. like. I mean, that's wow. kind of like a real porn name. That is really good. Actually. Yeah, I'm Tyrone really Howard. Jealous a little bit. That's a great porn name. Maybe you could launch a senior citizen. You know, I adult channel or something. You kidding? I might, <laughs> like I, might legal, I might legally change my name to Tyrone Howard. Tyrone Howard. That's how much I love That's that name. That's the truth. That's Howard Street and Penn Hills. Tyrone Howard and Ralph Penn Avenue Rear. That sounds like that would be. That's seventies. That's gay porn. That's seventies. Could be. Yeah, possibly. Ralph. Ralph but but, but Ralph is yeah. But but seventies was like, grow. Seventies porn was different. There was like movies. They had like. They had like budgets oh, and plots everything. And yeah, yeah. Budget bad acting, but the budgets were like you know million dollar movies. Yeah, which now is unbelievable. Clips and uh, or whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't know, Jim. Why would they have a plot in this? I don't. Even, I guess everyone wondered why are they doing this, but 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 they actually had movie houses. There were movie well, places. Well, Liberty Avenue was crazy. Got the Garden on North Side. Yeah. They, you watched full length feature full films. Full length feature films. Yeah. Ninety minute feature films of porn, and the weird, the craziest thing. I, did they still have this? They, remember they had porn drive-ins? I never went, but I dated a girl I, that went. Really? Absolutely. There was oh. multiple drive Or well, weren't they normal drive-ins? Yes. That then would occasionally show X-rated movies. They would have X-rated movies. Some of them were, I think. Right. I think one was like X-rated all the time. At Pittsburgh. I'm not sure, but that must have been like the wildest thing to go to. Yeah. A, a, I guess that. I guess that's a good, well coming out I guess of the sixties. Porn in this, those days. Well, the sexual revolution coming out of the sixties, yeah. right into the seventies of yeah. the craziness of it all, and all these adult films. And you know, speaking of Jim, who's our engineer today, um, we were at Denny's one late night with a bunch of people, yeah. and with a local celebrity that I will not name, <laughs> who was actually in a porn movie. What? And I will not. We have a local I, celebrity that was in a yes, porn movie. I will not. I will not give his name. But oh my God, it's great. The whole subject came up. 
yeah. of these full length with plots. Is it Rick Seebeck? Uh, no, it wasn't Rick Seebeck. No, <laughs> that's terrible. Well, why not? Sure. I am not going to say. Yes. Uh, this guy was just happened to be at a filming uh, in a theater. And it was a producer that was live and they brought people up from the audience and so on. But I had no clue because I, and I'm not just saying this, I'm not a real expert on this subject, (laughs) but I learned from the people at the table, including cousin Eugene, who did know all about this, uh, you know, deep throat, sold millions and millions. Behind the green door. The green door. Classic. And they're talking about these classic films that earned millions of dollars in theaters. I think I can't even imagine. Throat made like a hundred million. I'm I'm thinking something like that. Some Huge. crazy amount. Yeah, I miss a porn movie for kind of. I'm, now you got me freaking out thinking who's the local. You know, hi, this is Rick Sivak. I'm the pizza guy. Because short now, because of trust and you're a dear friend. I can't say it. Off the record, I will share it with you. Oh, okay. Not on the, the air. Yeah. Well, that's you know. Hey, it was yeah. it was back then. It was you were you were it was an actor. Stallone was Stallone was a porn actor, right? Stallone. Was he really? Yes, he was. He, oh, you're kidding me. The Italian Stallion. That's where it came from. He, he wrote that the count. It was the Rocky thing, but I think that was the name of the movie or something like that. As a little. Oh, joke. you're kidding me. No, he was a, he was a porn actor. And his, as his story goes, he, he, he brought, he was a born bit parts in certain movies. Um, I can't remember Flatbush or Kim. I'm, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting the wrong movie, yeah. but Lords of Flatbush or something like that. Some kind of movie he did offbeat movie. Am I right? Jim? So anyway, he he has he has this thing where he's, he has this idea of a boxing movie in his head and he and he's in a hotel room and he's watching Muhammad Ali fight Chuck Wepner. Now Chuck Wepner was an unknown fighter. Yeah, I remember the fight. Ali had some big fight. Somebody couldn't fight. Let's just say Kenny Norton whatever it was. And he can't fight. So they just grabbed this guy, Chuck Wepner. Big slow white guy. Yes, yeah. from Jersey, I yep. think. So he, or yeah, or Long Island, Long Island, New York, it, something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, he goes fifteen rounds. Wepner. There's a movie about Wepner out. Just came on. It's on oh. on demand. I just watched last year. But, but he goes fifteen rounds with Muhammad Ali. They stop it, I believe, in the last. He doesn't do a decision, but he makes it fifteen rounds with Muhammad in basically, you know, not his complete peak, but still Muhammad Ali at this point. Yep. So it was. An amazing feat. He was supposed to be knocked out in the second round or third. Yeah. Stallone is watching this. He writes Rocky in 48 hours in the interview I saw. Wow. He writes it in like two days in a hotel room. He comes up with the whole movie from watching this Chuck That's Wepner. what inspired it. I never heard that story. Chuck Wepner inspired it. And so so he goes to to shop this. Now remember, he's broke. Yeah. He, he, says he doesn't have any money. He's in his 70s and... He's just a bit actor, and he wants to act. He writes this movie, and he goes to whoever ended up producing it eventually. I don't know who it was. Paramount, whoever it was. MGM, wherever it was, he goes there, and they they say, we, we love this script. We'll buy it from you for $200,000. But you're not going to be in it. James Caan's going to be Rocky. Wow. Or Burt Reynolds. Wow. And he says, no, I'm Rocky. And they're like, well... No, we need James Conn if we're going to do this movie, but we'll give you two hundred grand for it. Now, those days, two hundred grand. Can you yeah. Imagine in the seventies, and you're just—it's a lot of money today. A lot of money today. A lot of money today, man. So nineteen early mid seventies, because Rocky came out, in, you know, seventy six, five, six, seven, right in there. Rocky one. So this had to be in early seventies, right before pre production all that. So 
He says no. He stands stands there and says, and they finally, they finally relinquish and say, all right, we love it this much. We'll do it on a very basic low budget for the, that time. And now I'm sure. So they end up doing that movie and the rest is, uh, he becomes. Like yesterday, I can tell you. Stallone. You know, I lived in Penn Hills. Yeah. A bunch of us guys went to see it in Monroeville yeah. on Route 22, which yeah. is now La Sheets. Yeah. We come out of the theater so pumped up. We hit the ground, push-ups, and we start running around the theater, like eight of us, right? I mean, it was it was just so inspirational. It was just... It, I, I love it till today. Yeah, it, stands, it's it stands till today. It is. It's a legacy classic. It's the underground classic. How about movie. the statue in Philadelphia? And they turn... turn I mean, yes. It, it's now, a why did he pick Philly? Is he from Philly? No, I don't believe he is. No, I don't yeah, think so. I just, always wondered I just that. picked that city. I guess he wanted to pick, you know, whatever. And then Meredith Burgess, didn't he just die recently or a few years ago? Or He died in Rocky Three, didn't he? No, I'm kidding. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I think Jim would know because he's God a movie guy. Soul. Meredith Burgess. It's been a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, but great actor, right? Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the other guy that was in Rocky that just died. Paulie? Paulie. Paulie just died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what a great actor he was. He was awesome, man. Yeah, and then they had, uh, what's her name? You know, that was in The Godfather. Talia, Talia Shire. I mean, so they had Coppola's some serious sister. actors in that movie. You know, right? Is that is that Coppola's sister? Yeah. And, and you know what? Stallone. I know people may get mad at me for this, but I think he's a good actor. Oh, he is. Because people do yeah. say, you know, they're like, yeah. I just think he's a really good actor, and I still think he... At 72 or 3, whatever he is now, yeah. I still think he's got that role ahead of him that we're going to see something where he's going to do this. Because well, he's starting to come into his own now, believe it or not, in his 70s. He's got the look. He's got a gangster uh, a show I'm watching. It's, it's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. And it's fabulous. I, the Oklahoma thing? Yes. Yeah. He's a, he's a mobster from Oklahoma or goes to Oklahoma to start up shop again yeah. there after getting out of prison for a long time and keeping his mouth shut or whatever. But he's fantastic in it. Well, you know, Stallone... Like De Niro, in my opinion, I'm not a movie expert, but they play similar roles all the time, but they do it so They do well. it well. I mean, where you then compare a Tom Hanks who can be anything, right, right? Right. Or an Al Pacino who can be anything. But when it comes to a typecast, you know, De Niro, Stallone are two guys. Yes. That you Stallone's the underdog always. Yeah. St Stallone's right? fabulous. Yeah. You got to give him coming at you. Like I'm gonna yeah. get you. Always, this has got a slug line. I'm gonna come in, come in now, whatever. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done. No, I'm not out. I'm gonna win, and he wins. He I, does win. And he, I and I tell you what, I, Rocky one was before the HGH stuff. <laughs> Although he yeah. looks good, the HGH must work for him. It, it's Remember nice. When he was drinking those eggs, it's like, oh my god, a couple of my those, guys tried. That I one. did it. I tried it. I, threw I it. didn't. Try I got it. sick. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't try it. Oh yeah. Because I was, I was boxing back in the days, I prefer days too. a little omelet, a little frittata, and some Italian That would have ruined the whole look. Though. It would ruin the whole look. Who wakes up and does that? <laughs> Who wakes up? Dave Granati does. Gets inspired, yeah. though, Rocky won if he woke, if he woke up and made, right, a made a little frittata. That would, yeah. The whole movie <laughs> yeah. would be like... The vibe would be good. You'd have a frittata, man. So, hey, so anyway, yeah. switching switching gears. That's what we do in the show. We switch around with we're switching gears. It's Halloween now. Halloween mm. time of the year. And that's interesting... For me. It's one of my favorite holidays. Is it really? As a kid, I, I loved it. I loved the whole thing of trick or treat. And I was a little kid. I remember good memories for it. Uh, it's that, that weather. It's a pits in Pittsburgh. I think it's our best weather right now. 
September, We've had a great October. week in the recording of this. We've right? had a nice warm week, but that's going to change pretty quickly. That is the only sad thing about yeah. October. You know November's coming with the bad weather, but yeah. still. It, it's got that crisp but, but not too cold kind yeah. of weather, football weather. And, yep. You know, Steelers doing this recording okay. So all is good in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but how now Halloween, were you, were you into as a kid? Did, were you, yeah, as, as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but quickly got, I mean, I have no interest at all. You know, we get invited to these adult uh, yeah. Halloween parties and so not on. Not into it? No, and my wife Michelle's not into it either. No? No, I don't know why. I mean, I'm... I, I I'm, love it. I'm, I'm, we're going to costume party this weekend. I know a lot of people do, and I don't know why we're not into it. No? No. I'm, I'm going to go as a... Uh, uh, Billy Butcher from The Boys. Fantastic. It'll be great. Starlight. Yeah, that, that's a great show, by the way. It's on Amazon, The Boys. It's a superhero show. Oh, I've heard about it. Very good show. And Jim, I'm hardly ever home to even watch television. I know, you don't so, watch. You're always on the road doing you're, you're whipping out all these shows, and I don't know them. And, you know, living in the country, there you go. Yo. We, we don't even have trick-or-treaters. Oh, you this, know, we're so desolate. By the way, this is, you know. this is like, to me, I live on the south side. This is the outback. This is yeah, the country. We're, this is, yeah, we're. I'm like in, like this is like rural. This is Stallone Rambo. This is Rambo. This yeah. is Rambo. You put me in those woods out there, right? Yeah. You know, I want a sandwich. I just wanted a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, compared to the South Side or the city, we are. Uh, yeah, we're in rural America, and I love it. I know. Nobody I, even knows where we are. If you guys blindfolded me, took me out in the woods, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, you are. And I'd be, would be. They would find me, passed <laughs> out, and I'd just be only ten feet from Route Eight. Yeah, you're not and far from. Still, Route, still, you're not far from civilization. That's still the country. There's, I mean, there's a get-go within a mile, but I'm in the country. I'd be lost. I never I'd dreamed like, I'd, I'd live like. I mean, I'm a city guy. I, when I was young, I wanted to live at Gateway Towers. You know, I just moved back to Pittsburgh. I'd. Had a place in New York. Right. I traveled to San Francisco, and I come back to Pittsburgh thinking I'm going to live in, um, you know, in Gateway Towers. I met right. what became my first wife, and we lived in Aspenwall, which was really city. Yeah. And then she cool. says to me one day, "We're we're building a house in Sarver." For those that aren't from Pittsburgh, Sarver out is there a little bit. way way yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, I love Sarver in the middle too. of 52 acres, mm-hmm. and uh, that was 1997, and I've never gone back. It, really? So I, I don't. I, I I like it. I love it out here. I get a little nervous. There's too many trees and animals yeah. that could maybe kill me. Yeah, there could be death animals out yeah. here. And I don't, we the have deer out deer. here. The deer are aggressive. The deer, they knocked over my fence. That's what I'm saying. John yeah. is bully deer. I don't even trust I the have deer. Bully deer. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They, they, are they? They's like coming in here going, "Oh my god!" They're, they're knocking fences. As soon over. as we're done, I've got to fix they're the gangs. fence. They're like gangs out they here. They are. You got to watch out for these deer, man. Yeah, they're mafia deer. They're, they are. It's yeah. Very Gibsonia deer. They're Gibsonia, deer. yeah. They got coyotes out here. They, we yeah. do have coyotes. We right? Do. Yes, we do. And beer. 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 Beer and, and coyotes, yes. Bear, bear. There's bear. You I, can drink beer and bear, we have bear. I, yeah, wow. I don't know. I'm, I know people say the coyote. It could be a German shepherd on the loose every once in a while. You think it's a, is it coyote? No, no, we do have coyotes. We have, okay, so oh, it's yeah, not yeah. German shepherd. It's like, you know, somebody's hug. One of the other. Oh, it's coyote, but it's a golden You retreat. know how Michelle's a dog lover. Yes. With her two beautiful Labradors. Yeah. Another reason why we invested. You know, we fenced in like three and a half acres. Yes. Right? Yes. It was to keep critters out and the dogs So, in, yeah. Right? And the coyotes are increasing. Really? Oh, absolutely. Are the coyotes fighting against the deer? I don't know if they go after there? the deer. I think Wait, they, they're, they're dangerous, right? Yeah, but I think they go after smaller because the word around here is, hey, just keep an eye right? on your dogs. 
Okay, dogs there's and cats. not even any coyote injuries with people yet, right? No, I'm not aware of. I hope not me. You, so we record, we're, we're recording out here, and you'll be John's okay. Studio. We'll, we'll escort you as back the to the year your goes car. on. If there's a report of a coyote incident where I get attacked by getting my going to my car or something, yeah. that'd become a whole entire. We're going to escort you. We're covering it. To <laughs> well, you said they're dangerous. They're, there, there are a lot of coyotes here. I have no idea how many. But I know there's some. Here. There's enough. You know, you read the little local, yeah, email reports, and oh yeah, they're out here. Are there? Are there? In every neighborhood, does Fox Chapel have them? I would imagine with little so. ascots. Because Fox, little, yeah, little. <laughs> they have different coyotes. Oh, yeah. We're not coyote. Yes, we call ourselves. I bet they do. We call ourselves canine. Yeah, coyotes. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. The, the Fox, I love Lebanon Fox has them. No, oh, me too. I love if I was allowed in there, it'd be great. I know. They don't let, the only way Italians yeah, get in I is we have to cut their stop. grass. It's <laughs> I know. It's terrible. <laughs> it's beautiful there. It's, hey, this is cool out here, though, man. And thank you. Oh, we're blessed. Thank you for letting me come out to the country. Oh, my brother. We, you know, you, this, this is, is my big. Thing you're like I, you're like a member <laughs> of our family. Have you ever Have you ever camped? No. I have no interest. Me either. I have no interest. I grew up in a strip. I never camped. No. I have a lot I mean, of friends I, that do I, it. And my friends. They're rugged. They, they, well, they, there's... Hampton Inn is my... You know, Hampton Inn and Carlisle is my idea of camping. I can glamp. You can glamp, yeah. Do you know glamping? I know what glamping is, but I've not done it. It'd be cool to glamp. You've never glamp. done it? No. You like never got close to camping or anything? Never. That? You never did the tenting at all? No. Yeah, I guess I draw the line and no. go in a restroom in the woods kind of thing. I don't know what I... I don't like that whole thing. I, uh, well, a, I would, I, because of my me. kidney and my age, and yeah, I go to the yeah. restroom everywhere. Yeah, I have a technique. Really? Yeah, if I'm on the turnpike driving somewhere and I have a special technique. It's like you marking territory? Over, I do, and I open the doors a certain way, and I pretend that I'm you know, getting like something a, out of the front seat. And a professional bathroom person? I'm a tinkler, a professional tinkler. I really <laughs> am. And you'd never know. I mean, I'd like to challenge you. Someday follow me. Really? Somerset or wherever. Like how many times a day you go? Oh my God. Uh, I really need to yeah, go right seriously. now, but I don't want to interrupt this show. Really? You have yeah. to go right now? So yeah, it's an issue. Wow. Okay. And I, I blame we it on get, the like, kidney a little, thing. Little, but a little, we could move. Like, like in a, we a Western, Western the Western days, they had a little. Or like, like a mini, maybe mini we could invent a, a, a mini portage on for guys like me. Wouldn't that be cool? You know. Someone should invent. You could make a Yinzer portage on I was reading. You and Larry. I was reading. I was reading. There's a there's a museum in Washington D.C. That's the inventions that never made it. It's like ah, called Loser Invention Mag. That uh, sounds fun. Yeah, it's a museum, and one of the things that didn't make it was a a golf club that you can urinate in. Oh my god! What? And it came out. <laughs> About seven, eight years ago. Oh, yeah. God. Well, think about it. You got to go to the bathroom. I know it. There's trees and whatever. This golf is course. true. That's why oh. I didn't make it. They didn't think it through, but it came out. <laughs> they sure didn't think it through. No, but they said a photo. <laughs> they have a, in the museum, you can uh, see that golf club, how it worked and the whole deal. There's like a funnel on it and everything. Oh, my God. A little area like to kind of like protect you so no one would, we not a lot of people would see trip. you. You know, yeah, I'd love to see this museum. Yeah, like yeah, they had the DeLorean too. there, in there. Um, I loved the DeLorean when it came out. Really, the, oh, it was yeah. a cool looking. They have a can of like they had like New Coke and stuff. Remember New Coke? All that, things didn't work out. Yeah, kind of museum. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I would be intrigued to see that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just, cool. I, I didn't plan on talking about. It. I just thought about that when you just said that. 
<laughs> so I said, wow, that's things maybe, that didn't work. Maybe out. it would work now. Maybe we reinvent that golf club. And we bring in or it back. The, like huh? I said, the Yinzer Portage on. The Yinzer. <laughs> Have you seen the Yinzer referee? No. This guy. No. Oh my God, he's going viral. Okay. He's a high school referee. All right, I'll look it up. First on. First down. First down. First down. Yeah, really? you do it better than me. Oh, that's beautiful. And they have a whole montage of his calls. Really? Oh, you got to look him up. The Yinzer referee. He's become a celebrity. Like, Holden. remember the Pittsburgh, um, the police. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the, traffic the, the dancing police. What was his name? Um, I can't remember. I remember him. Could you imagine if like he was in today's room. age with the internet, TikTok, all that stuff? He was huge then. He was huge then. You're right. He, he was down on Grant own. Street, and he would do his routine. He was amazing. And, yeah, I wish we could think of his name because he he's have, a legend. He would have his own show. You knew? Right who, now. Do you remember who I'm talking the about? Dancing you? Cop. Yeah, yes, they called him Dancing Police. That was amazing. Amazing. Only in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I want to ask this. We're starting to wind the show down here yeah. since it's a, kind of a October Halloween ish episode. Is. I guess we'll say, uh, and we'll be doing like two episodes a month, two new episodes a month. We're going to do here of uh, no restrictions with, with uh, John Vento, and. Uh, you ever seen a ghost? It's interesting you say that. The simple answer is no. However, okay. when I found this farmhouse, which was built in 1820, yeah. it was abandoned. Right. And it was truly abandoned. It was infested with black snakes. And Th this is where you live now. Correct. Where I live now. It was a farmhouse. Well, it's still a farmhouse, but, but it's renovated. Done. Okay. It's renovated. Okay. So, you know, no electricity, no water, right. an abandoned farmhouse. Right, right. Um, and we, I never saw a ghost, but as we started to work on the house and as I started to spend time here, weird things would happen. Like, like I would come into the house, you know, after we basically had electricity and I was able to move in and one of my music CDs would be blasting through the stereo, like out of the blue. Really? I'd go and shut it off. Okay. Uh, and then, um... <laughs> A couple other things would occur. For example, one night, um, like out of nowhere, all the power went out, which does happen out yeah, in the country. But still. But I went to look and all the fuses were turned off. Really? Yeah. So it, was, it wasn't like a power outage like we experienced. <laughs> no, it was the fuses were actually turned off. So I turned the fuses back on. Yeah. So I went to the previous owner um, who I, you know, bought the house from. Right. And it was a cool guy. And I said, Bill, I said, I, I've had some weird experiences. And <laughs> my kids think the house is haunted. His reply to me was, oh, they won't bother you. They're going to love you. What? And I'm thinking, oh, my children? Who are you? <laughs> he said, no, the ghosts. He said, That's enough for he me. He said, they know already that you love yeah. the house. You're going to restore it. Everybody else wanted to tear it down. All the other buyers. The, he, he right. So he's them? telling me this okay. and I'm freaking out. Right. I would be. So I just tell you a couple other things and we'll change the subject. No. So good. I had a cleaning lady, you know, I'm a single guy with this big farmhouse and yeah, she came to me once and said that her son, her little seven year old son was on the other side of the house talking to somebody named Michael. Oh so God. she went to him and said, "What? who are you talking to? And he said, oh, Michael, my friend who's here with us yeah. right now. There's no Michael. So I finally reached out to a ghost person. Yeah. Um, I'm giving you the quick story. Like a, I said, take, I gotta, take your time. I like gotta a parapsychologist or whatever okay. you call them or whatever. Yeah. I met a woman who claimed okay. to have a connection with the other side. The other side. Absolutely. So she I comes over to the house. I believe in this stuff. She comes over to the house. Okay. In the evening, it was almost dusk. It was, 
you know, in in the in the spring. So it was I want to say around seven o'clock or so. Yeah, getting dark. I I greet her at the door. I open the door. She steps over the threshold, and she says, "Do you want to know where they are right now?" And yeah. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't know what I want to know. She says, well, let me just tell you this. She said, this house is filled with beautiful spirits. Oh, that's good. That are welcoming. Always like good looking spirits. That are, that are welcoming to you. Yeah. That are going to offer protection to you. All right. And Jim, if I fast forward. Okay. I will tell you without, again, naming names. Yeah. A dear friend of mine who was going through just the most horrible divorce that moved in with me because he had nowhere to go. Okay. And his whole life turned around, and another all good de- energy. Another dear friend, all good forces. Ho- similar situation. Somebody right, was homeless. Right. Blah blah blah. And that moved into the house, around. and within two years is uh, married, living in a beautiful community. And wow. Okay. Wow. Now the rehab ghosts. I love them. Rehab ghosts. It's a new show. So they have blessings. Rehab ghosts. And then out of the show. blue, I, I think I'm going to be a bachelor forever. Michelle comes into my life, right? The Lord brought her into my life yes, I, yeah. when I needed it the what most after my kidney cancer. Yeah. So is there some truth to those, you know, to what this to the woman told me? The, yes. Guardian angels in a way. Yeah. And have I that ever cool. seen the ghost? Have no. You? Have I felt them? Yes. You have felt them? Yes. What was it feeling? Well, when I, again, like a getting good back. feeling, a warm feeling, yes, good feeling? getting back to when I was renovating the house. And it was scary. I would come at night with a flashlight because uh, the contractor would work during the day. And I would literally walk up that sidewalk like Amityville Horror shaking. Yeah. I'd open the door to go in. And I just in, felt like. Like a piece. Completely welcomed. Completely really? comfortable. Like, this is my home. Honest to God. Till this day. When, to this day. I can't imagine not being here. So they were right. Uh, the psychic was right, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. These are beautiful spirits that kind of embrace you said. and the whole thing. Now, my they, bride, Michelle, who's a very devout Christian and loves mm-hmm. the Lord, as you know, yeah. isn't into any of that stuff. She's like, whoa, uh, you know. Uh, but hey, look at the results. Jesus said there's prophets amongst us. So I think something, uh, maybe there's... Maybe these psychics are yeah. like that or something. I don't know. Who knows? But so not I, I've never seen one, right? But have had this experience with this this house, and, that, that's, and that's that's incredible. And, and most spirits are, are are positive and good. They I had a a friend, uh, uh, Father Mike from St. Paul. He was an exorcist. He's right. retired. Right. Uh, and he I, was in the book, right? With uh, yes, with uh, the demon on Brownsville Road. Yes. Which, if you want a scary read. Uh, get that book on Kindle the Demon on Brownsville Road, Bob Cranmer's house, uh, and they how they got rid of the the demon. And as we wrap the show up, I, I like to do my impression of a Pittsburgh exorcist for you. <laughs> this is my Jim knows this. I've done it several times on Larry's show when I was on Larry's show. This is my impression of a Pittsburgh exorcist. Ready? Yeah. Now picture me with a priest outfit on. Okay, I got the whole thing. My my bag. They always have a black bag right in there. And it's real cloudy and foggy. I'm there again. I'm in a house now. I'm the exorcist, right? It's the Pittsburgh exorcist. Ready? Get out! Get out of the house! Got house now, you demon. You ain't paying no rent no more. You're free later. Get out! The power Chuck Noel compels you. Get out! And they leave. Thank you. End scene. That's it. Uh, huh? The power of Chuck Noel. Yes. So, <laughs> so we 
as we wrap up our first episode with my, uh, my buddy John. You know, Dunn, I've so. seen so many of your shows. I've never seen that. Really? I've never that's heard you sad, do that till you know, today. I'll have to bring it out. Please, you, know, you got to pull that out. You know, it's one of my pull that big things. Get <laughs> out. Badass. So, any eight, hey, we have a, a pl- pl- I have a show coming at the Ruckus Room the night before uh, Thanksgiving. It's a cool place, Babcock Boulevard, the Ruckus, Ruckus yeah. Cafe on Babcock the night before Thanksgiving. Give them a call. That's a, it's a lot of fun we're going to have there. It's a nice little venue there. And, John, tell us some recordings we can get. Where can I get on like iTunes or where can I buy your music? Tell us. Yeah. Well, needshotelband.com. N I E D S needshotelband.com. You know, the band has seven albums of original music. You had a new album not too long ago. Yeah. Brick by brick. Uh, Johnvento.com. I I did that one kind of with studio players away from the band, but uh, brick by brick, we're real proud of it. And it'll be out in, uh, on vinyl in a couple weeks. That is amazing. Vinyl's coming back. You're going to get a gift from me and, and, uh, you know, everyone's excited about it. Yeah, vinyl's got that yeah. lush. People, younger generation is starting to find vinyls. Yeah, they cool, are. Right? I don't know if they'll listen to this, but uh, cool. what the hell? You know, you only live once. Yeah, you I've go always for, wanted right? to do an album on vinyl, and this was the one. Well, the, the funny thing is, like you said, you only, you only live once. You try different things. And you've, uh, I think, you have a song that's in the top ten in some other country. Yeah, you have in New Mexico way, South uh, South Africa. In South Africa, <laughs> it's yeah. number two Which on is in- cool. independent radio. Yeah, I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah, right? it's cool. It so is cool. It's a, the world it, becomes it, a smaller place. Yeah. Well, the internet and look at this show that you're. It's all over the world. Right. Are, it's, it's amazing. From all over the world listening. It's amazing. Which is great. Which I'm very grateful. And it's so, yeah. So check out the, uh, John's music, especially the, the latest album. It's a yeah, very personal. Thank you. Very personal album. Yeah. There's you elements said, right? of the it writing. very personal. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And you know who helped co-write a lot of it? Your buddy, Matt Wolfarth. Yes. Wolfie. Good guy. Big contributor. Good guy. So yeah, you got you got a great thing going with. So we're looking forward to John joining the show. Thanks for joining the show, bud. Appreciate Anytime it. Anytime you we, need me, brother. We're gonna have a lot honor. of fun with this show. Huh? Let's do it. We'll have guests on, and the, yeah. you know, same as you know, everyone out there knows the show, knows the routine with the show. I'm so glad we're back uh, in action again. Like I said, John Bento's uh, joined the show, and Jim Patulski, my buddy here, and who we worked together also for some time. Is a great guy and, and does an amazing job. Part of the show also is Jim Cren. No restrictions with John Vento. Thank you.